All right, I am with uh, my friend Benjamin here, and uh, Benjamin, uh, we are speaking now to uh, missionary friends, uh, missionary team, and um, I wanted to ask you, you moved when you were in Brazil, uh, before you came back to the United States, uh, you moved to another city, um, and you began to pastor. When you began to pastor that, was was that a church plant that you did, that somebody else did? What what state was that in? So it was our established church. Uh, missionary had started it, and uh, they had a couple pastors. Uh, the pastor that was there just before me uh, had actually ended up taking a pastor somewhere else, and okay. he had left, and they were needing a pastor to uh, fill in or to pastor, and uh, they didn't have anyone. Um, so they reached out to me and I was like, no, no, thank you. I don't want to have anything to do with this, but the Lord worked and, and redirected. And, uh, I, you know, said, Hey, this might be great experience and, uh, they need help and, uh, we might be able to help. Uh, so I will, I told them we'd take it for a year because we were planning on coming back to the States after that. And, uh, so yeah, so we moved from the state of Sao Paulo to Rio de Janeiro and, uh, uh, let's, let's pronounce it correctly. Rio de Janeiro, and uh, <laughs> moved there and uh, and pastored that church. Pastored that church for a year. Yes. Okay. Now, um, in what was the size of the church, and uh, how was the church? Was it financially okay? Was there a lot of people? What? Tell so, me something about it. it. I mean, it wasn't a large church. Um, definitely not by American standards. Uh, but it was. We probably ran thirty on Sunday nights. That was their big night. Uh, okay. Sunday school, we'd have upwards of twenty people, and then special events. Obviously, we had uh, many more than that. Okay. But it was a smaller. It was a smaller church financially. Uh, they were. Uh, I mean, they were stable. They could continue continue going on, uh, but no, not wealthy by any means. Sure. No, but they did they did support me, and I I didn't work during that time. I just I just pastored, and that okay. I did uh, receive a salary from them. Okay, here would be my my question: You go from living uh, with your parents under your parents. You're you're married now, um, but your structure was kind of under under your dad uh, mm-hmm. under the ministry there, and now you're moving to another new place. And um, you have to create your own structure, your own routine. How vital was it that you had your own routine? Yes, it was extremely vital. Uh, when we moved from uh, São Paulo, uh, we were working on helping start a new church. That was a new church plant okay. and that we were helping at. And when we moved to Rio, it was already an established church, uh, deacon, so on and so forth. Uh, and uh, we came in. Uh, it was really vital for me to get uh, the uh, a schedule, a specific schedule going. Okay. Uh, when I arrived, uh, obviously I was studying. Uh, I was studying at that time. Uh, Full time. I was studying Bible college. I had all my online classes, so I had classes to watch, homework to do, uh, stuff to you know get studied and put in. And then uh, I went from preparing pretty much zero messages uh, to preparing three, four, you know, three plus messages a week. Uh, And uh, I was over. It was just overwhelming at the beginning. I just felt like I was drowning. Uh, I was just like constantly rushing for the next. Uh, the next dude, like next deadline. I was just <laughs> yeah. like, I was just going, going, going. And, uh, I was like, I, this, you know, this, obviously I knew this was coming, but it was just so much more than, than I could actually handle. And so, uh, it, I was just drowning for a while until I got a good schedule. I planned so important to plan, get a schedule. Right. Uh, when you get a schedule down, uh, you know, you, you know what you need to do. You have the things, you plan out your day, 
Uh, you plan out your week, you plan out your month, your year, and um, that's when things really started getting, that's when things got in order and was able to focus on the things that I needed to do and um, and have time. You have time yeah. for, for, we have so much time. Uh, we think that everything, we don't have time, but we do have time, uh, but we do need to use it wisely. Uh, if not, we are going to just be uh, floating. We're just going to kind of sure. surviving. Uh, so, so walk us through that schedule, if you don't mind, uh, Benjamin, because I, I do feel like sometimes um, in, in all of our lives, different ones, uh, whether it's you're at the stage of language school right now or whether you're just starting a church and, you know, you can get top heavy on I'm only inviting people or I'm only studying. And, you know, you feel like you're drowning because the next step, like I finished this message and I've got another one in two days that I have to preach, you know. So how do you not drown so that you have the time? How do you structure that so that you can still get many things done instead of just focus on one? Yeah, so uh, obviously I noticed I got to get something down. Uh, so I I decided, I, you know, hey, what am I, what am I going to be preaching and teaching? Mm-hmm. And so I had series. Uh, okay. I planned several series. And uh, and then once you do know series, you know what's coming next. You know how to study for it. You know how to plan for it. And uh, that helped me a lot. You know, cool. I had a series on Sunday morning that I was going to teach. I had a series on Sunday evening I was going to teach. And then Wednesday evenings I had a separate, um, a separate you know, goal in mind for those sure. messages. And once I had that in kind of an order, like I know where I'm going from here. It's not just like oh, next one, next one. You know, right. uh, you know, I know I, ha- I have a, a goal in mind. So that that really helped. If you do that, that's gonna that is gonna help you. Uh, on the message side, preparing for that. Uh, let me let me pause yeah. right here. Um, I read not long ago that in um, scheduling, uh, I don't remember what book, but it said for every ten minutes that you schedule the day before. So if you sit down uh, tonight and you say tomorrow I'm going to these are going to be my all the twelve things that I need to get done, and these are the priority. You know, here's the A's and the B's and the C's or one two threes, and the most important. It's so for every ten minutes that you will schedule. It actually saves you, I don't remember what it said, maybe like an hour or two in the uh, getting it done. And so I, I do think you're right because a lot of times studying for a message or something, it might be like, you know, I spend all my time figuring out what I'm going to preach. And then now, you know, that I know what I'm going to preach, you know. So I think that scheduling part is super, super important. So continue on. My apologies for the, uh, you know, breaking that right there. But continue on. You're scheduling by figuring out what you're going to preach. Yeah. So that was one of the first things I had to get down because I was just just drowning. So I got that, figured it out, and that helped. Then I planned a daily routine for myself. Um, I knew what I was going to do, when I was going to watch my classes, when I was going to do my homework, when I was going to, uh, you know, when I was going to sit down and study, when I was going to do visitation, and I, I put that down on my daily schedule. Okay, I had good. it all scheduled out. I had my week and and everything in that week that I needed to get done, and uh, you know, it was like. I had it down. I had to have it down. So I had it down, wrote it down. And then another thing that really helped out was uh, we, my wife and I, we sat down, we scheduled out our personal year. Uh, okay, we planned cool. a whole year together. Uh, we took a whole day. I mean, we spent probably eight plus hours that day scheduling our year and uh, cool. you know what we're going to do. And then we also scheduled our church year. Okay. And we sat down, I sat down uh, with the deacons of the church and we planned out 
you know, what are our goals for this year? I'm only going to be here a year, but what are our goals for this year right. that I'm here? And uh, and when we scheduled those things out, we had it all out on paper, and uh, we made those plans, and we knew where we were going from that point on. Uh, and that cleared up so much. That helped so much to get back, get everything on track. You know, my personal daily routines, uh, my schedule, our mm-hmm. family schedule that we were looking for that year, and then that also uh, so that wouldn't run over also on the church schedule. We had the church schedule, and we made sure those those two schedules would work together. Um, and we had all those things written out, and uh, things really worked after yeah. that. Things really rolled on after that. But one thing I would say, after you do plan things, after you get things all, all in order and you start using them, revisit your plans. Revisit right. your plans maybe uh, in a month or two months and see, hey, you know, this is what I've scheduled out for this year. And I see that this is not working (laughs) and I have it planned out for the rest of this year. Uh, You know, I need to rethink this and, you know, this is not working in their church. This is not working in our church plant. Uh, And I've got this already, this idea that this is going to work all the way down there. It's not. So let me scratch that and let me add something else or let me uh, bring it down a notch. Maybe not every week, but maybe every two weeks or, and and you can work around those things. So revisiting is is very important, but planning is more important because if you don't plan, you don't get it done. And at least, you know, revisiting something, you're actually going in a direction. So if you are, uh, someone's in language school, you've already got planned out. your structure is from eight to 12, maybe you have language classes, right? Um, but maybe you're at the different phase and you say, I've got young children or like you, uh, you were studying in Bible college. So obviously you had to have that. But the the point is, if you will schedule it. Now, not everybody listening is going to say, hey, that sounds like fun having a whole day to plan. For some people, that sounds like misery. You know, like, I don't want to do that. You know, like, I hate it. we're, We're all different. Nothing right or wrong there. But if you have a plan, it's easier when it comes to the execution, yep. right? And so um, you've still got to get done as much as the next guy. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to see people saved, you want to see your messages that God uses them to impact others. If you want to see, you know, finishing Bible college, whatever, you have to plan it out. And then I think that's wise, Benjamin. You be flexible, you know, adjust. Yes, for sure. You know, because sometimes we we all have plans. I know I have many plans. I'm like, well, that was a good attempt, but that stunk, you know? <laughs> I remember yeah, being in Argentina, I had so many, I, I thought, one time I thought, um, I, you know what I'm going to do? Because in the um, political season, they would get an airplane and they would throw out flyers from the airplane and, uh, you know, on vote for me type thing. And so I tried to rent a uh, a plane and throw. I thought, I'm going to fill it with tracks and I'm going to take over this city. You know, like I had so many stupid ideas and like some of them actually worked and some did not work, you know? And uh, I remember putting it on. Anyway, I, I'm, I was called to the judge's office one time and they said, look at the, you know, so I did a lot of stupid things, but um, you know, it doesn't happen. You plan things out mm-hmm. and then adjust to that plan. And I think that's very wise. So when would you start your day? When would you finish your day? Give me the, the high walls, the 10 foot walls that you're going to create because as a new missionary or creating your routine, you're creating these high walls and then you're going to live within those walls. And then out, you know, after that, that could be eight to five, that could be whatever it is. And then you go on. So when did you start your day? When did you finish? Was that every day? And give me some of the big blocks of the day. Yeah. Uh, so like I, uh, yeah. So schedule, I'm just going to kind of give you an idea of my schedule as I was pastoring. Um, in the mornings, uh, I said I had Bible college. So uh, Mondays, we worked, I worked nonstop pretty much from Tuesday through Sunday night. 
Mondays was our day off. And, uh, and it was, it was the day off. Like I would put my phone away. Many times I would put it in a bowl in the other room, uh, where, uh, it would not be, uh, calling us or I would turn it off every once in a while as well. And, uh, so that was that day, but just going into our regular, uh, Tuesday. So Tuesday morning, I would start watching, I would start watching my classes, uh, my Bible classes on Sunday, on Tuesday morning at six o'clock. And okay. that usually went four hours. Um, so, you know, roughly, um, it was nonstop classes. So, you know, six o'clock, 10 o'clock, but then I usually have a break in there somewhere. So you're looking around, you're looking around 1030, um, close to 11 o'clock. I was done with my uh, classes that I was supposed to, to watch and, and to, to you know, participate in. So I had that done. And uh, then usually with that time before uh, lunch, I would try to get in um, any type of homework that was from that class. I would try to get that in. Uh, so sometimes I was able to complete that. Sometimes it was just a part of it. And then I had, lump, had lunch with my family. And I usually took about 30 minutes. Uh, well, I had the lunch hour, but usually 30 minutes of that was uh, either helping my wife in the kitchen. Uh, we just enjoy working in the kitchen together. That's when we do things. We talk. We, we just have a good time at that time. And so prepare lunch, have lunch together, spend some time with my, my daughter uh, after that. At that time, we only had one. Uh, now we've got three to, to spend time <laughs> with, and uh, but spend some time with her. And then after that, I'd finish up any other homework I had. Uh, and then I would start studying for the next whatever message I had. Right. And uh, I would study up until... Um, you know, four, five o'clock, usually, usually around five thirty is when I finished up uh, okay. studying, uh, finished up five thirty. I used to spend some more time with my family, uh, or, you know, different days I might go out and visit for an hour, walk through the neighborhood. Uh, sometimes we would go out with our family and just meet other families, uh, for, for an hour uh, down at the park. We'd get to t- talk to people, Hey, invite in during those time, invite people to church and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, had, had lunch or supper during that time. And, uh, then usually spend some, spend a little bit more time with my family. I might even get, you know, after at that time we had one daughter, so she went to sleep, you know, maybe I could do uh, another hour of studying after that. And then definitely put a specific time period just for my wife. Um, and, uh, we would just spend time during that time, yeah. just anything. If we decided to, uh, you know, read a book together, if we decided to uh, watch a movie, if we decided to just talk or or do a project. My wife loves doing projects, and I'm the manual labor. And uh, so we would do manual <laughs> labor together. You know, we would do some build something together. But th- just those times were very, very specific. Yeah. But that's what happened for the rest of, that's what happened for the, rest of, of the week. And Saturdays was obviously a little different. We had different ministries going on, yeah. soccer with youth and so on and so forth. Okay. And, uh, visitation, but just other things. Okay. So that's kind of how it worked. And, uh, and I try to get in bed 10, 11 o'clock at night and yeah. I'd be studying six o'clock next yeah. morning. So I've read in a couple different, uh, books, um, and this would be, uh, a thought for, um, our friends that are listening, uh, write down the, the big rocks, the big things that you need to get done. So in the illustration, they would give this bucket and they would put the big rocks. And then after the big rocks, those are the big things that need to be done. Then they put some gravel, smaller rocks, and then they would put some sand and some water. And the point was, if you only fill it with sand and water, there's no room for the big rocks. So if you're not careful in the day, if you don't really plan for it, you'll end up, you know, running and paying the bills and, you know, fixing things in the house. And then the day ends and you don't feel fulfilled because you didn't get done what needs to be done. So write down, grab a piece of paper, write down, what do I want to see done? What needs to be done in the week? Maybe 
that's spending time with your with your wife, spending time with the kids, uh, maybe knocking on some doors, inviting people, maybe some discipleship, studying for the message. What are the big rocks? Those okay. are the five, six things that have to be done. So plug them in the calendar. And then afterwards, then you plug, plug it in the secondary, et cetera. But if you don't plan it, you know, planning, uh, not planning is planning to fail, right? Mm-hmm. And so we don't get things done. So Create your structure by knowing the big rocks, and then afterwards you create everything. Well, I think this, Benjamin, I think that was very helpful, and God used you, and you're getting ready to hit another phase. Yes. Um, You know, you're finishing up your time now to go to the next one. So, um, and once again, you'll have to create a brand new routine. Yes. But you'll know the big things that need to be done as maybe the language, as maybe then starting, and... um, and I think wherever we're at, we always have to adjust because we're always in different stages of life, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, maybe more kids or maybe the church is starting or growing or whatever. Benjamin, I appreciate your time. Maybe a last-minute word. We need to shut this segment out. Last minute of the importance of, 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 of scheduling and feeling the freedom from scheduling so that you can get more done. Uh, we're only talking to our friends, uh, missionaries that are out there. So um, maybe some last-minute words, last-second words, if I could say, um, on the importance of your schedule, making your own routine. Uh, yeah, I can't stress it enough. It's so important for you to have a routine, have a schedule, and um, that does give you up time. It, give, it frees up time for you. Many times you're going to, if you have a schedule and you do what you need to do, uh, you end up early. You're like, man, I'm done early. Like, oh, I've got this done. You know, oh, I have yeah. I have a little bit more time. And uh, it does free up time for you if you have things planned beforehand. Amen. Amen. Benjamin, I appreciate your time. Friends that are listening, thank you so much.